Hey Punkrockers, do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, Willem Scream, New Implants, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Round, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much The Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. <laughs> Beautiful punk rock humans, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 57. My name is Emily Plamondon and I have the huge pleasure and privilege to be your host. I'm very passionate about punk rock music, so I decided to start this podcast a year ago to spread all the love that I feel for this music. Today you're gonna hear the second part of the interview I made with Yotam Dannerin of Useless ID. Don't forget to listen to part one on episode 56. You're gonna hear his new single, In Between the Highs and Lows, and I also make repugmentations for the band's last one standing from Mexico and a thousand punches from Indonesia. I hope you're ready, because I am and the show is starting now. Hello my friends, how are you? I hope you're feeling great. I do feel great and Metallica is purring ra- right next to me. Can you hear her? My <laughs> way. Yeah, we're recording this episode together, Metallica and I. So welcome to episode 57. I changed the planning a little because last week I had a technical bug. So Scott, the co-producer, had to cut the interview with Yotam in two parts. So we decided to do two different episodes. And I know I announced a special horror punk for this week, but it's postponed until next week. Don't miss that. I had a very quiet week. Um, I didn't go to any punk rock shows. I didn't release any collabs. So it was pretty quiet. So I used this I have more time opportunity (laughs) to start working out again, cook more, read more books. And I've been working on some original songs with my band too. So slowly but surely we'll be able to release something this year. It's really fun to finally have some time to focus on this project. Okay, let's start this episode with the first Repunkmendation. Repunkmendation! The first band I want to talk to you about today is A Thousand Punches. Yep, and that's what I felt while listening to their album Delusional Reflections. Oh yeah, it's clearly a thousand punches in the face. So this band is from Indonesia and they play some very powerful hardcore music. I didn't find any bio on internet, so I don't know much about them. I will try to learn more about this band eventually, but what's important is that you discovered their music. So let's listen to their song Golden Path that we can find on their album Delusional Reflections. Yeah. 
now it's time to listen to the second part of the interview I made with Yotam. Don't forget to listen to part one on episode 56. And during the interview, you're gonna hear his new single, In Between the Highs and Lows. I love it so much. I enjoy the vibe with the horns at the beginning. So good. You should check his music video too. Let's go your time. Let's talk about the production work and a lot of other topics. And now, the conclusion. I want to talk to you about the producing. Uh, I think you worked with the Bump Pops on their yeah. latest album. How does it, how does it work? Like, uh, what kind of work do you do with bands? Because I'm curious. I really like this album they made. Uh, so what's your part in it? Well, uh, there's a few different uh, stages to, to what I do. And uh, that's what that's what what I offer to someone who wants me to produce. So I like giving give him the lowdown. So let's say for 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 starters, uh, I have to hear the songs. So let's say so the bomb pops they send me like five demos, mm -hmm. and I heard them. And uh, I think from all of my years of uh, working, you know, recording with Bill Stevenson and uh, recording with Useless ID and playing shows and listening to music and listening to punk rock. So I have like my inner filter about stuff. So yeah. I'll just give you an example. They, they sent me a song and uh, right away I can hear that I want a different chord in the, in the verse and I want a different vocal melody in the chorus to kind of like make it more hooky or sometimes uh, their, the, their pre-chorus sounds to me like the chorus. So we take the chorus and we make that the bridge You know, I kind of start playing Lego with, with ah. their demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like s slice it up and start moving stuff around. But I send them back a demo of me singing and uh, playing it. And I'm like, what do you think about this? And then we started back and forth sing. And uh, yeah, the, the same thing. The same thing happened with Krang. I'm sure you know Krang. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love them so much. Yeah, and I produced their album remote. I, I didn't even see them one time during that album. Wow. We just kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Even in the studio, they would, they would track the drums and send it to me right away. And I'm like, oh. change that drum fill over there. <laughs> Such a great album. Thank you. Yeah, so that's, that's what it is. It's kind of like me uh, moving along with the band throughout the process but the whole process like even uh drums Ooh. if they're if the if like uh, the bomb pops for example or krang or whoever if they're playing a drum beat that i think needs to be different so we address that and then when we're on the bass and so same thing if it's, there's a like a lick i want to hear or a note that should be different so yeah and oh. harmonies and yeah it's uh, it's hard to explain everything but no i understand but, you take the best of everything and you enhance, enhance, is that a word? Yeah, enhance. Yeah, I, th I think, I think uh, Fat Mike, uh, like, could, he summed it up in, in a very simple way. He said, you take a band song and you make it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like here, uh, you know, rambling off, but I just remembered, you take their uh, song and you make it better. <laughs> that's why you made Arcade be uh, great again. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Donald Trump first did, and then... <laughs> then Craig. Oh, yeah. that's great. Okay, so, okay, so, so the, the band still write the whole things, but you're, you're just 
have ideas that pop up and you're, you're like, okay. Yeah. It, it's just like, uh, let's say just like uh, Bill Stevenson and Jason Livermore with useless ID. Uh, oh. We, we, yeah, same, same thing. We come in with the songs. The first time we came into the studio, uh, 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 the first time we came to the blasting room, we did the album Retemption. And uh, after Bill heard the songs, he said, there's like uh, half the record. You're not singing in your vocal register. You need to sing higher. And that was a big, le- a big lesson for me because I, I don't think I, uh, I naturally found my voice. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, ha- I had a uh, nice singing voice and I could scream, but I never thought about like how I would sound the best. Where is my register? And he opened my eyes to that because now when I write a song, I already know like after the song's done, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I know where this should be. I know how this is going to sound good. So you, you become aware of that. So that was one of the things. And uh, yeah, and then Jason worked so much on the drum parts with the drummer, and uh, he always does that. And Bill destroys me with vocals. He makes me sing <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> but that's so precious, and I, I totally relate to that because I, I love to sing too, and I make some collaborations. And sometimes I, I work with uh, a producer uh, for some cover song that we adapt with with my friend and I really love when I try something and they say, no, you don't do this harmony. Do like, like go like, I don't know. Oh, like a weird harmony. Yeah. Like try something else. Cause I, yeah, I yeah. always do the same kind of harmonies naturally. So when- yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, and yeah. that's, for example, something I learned from working with uh, fat Mike as a producer, cause we all know the obvious harmony. And then yeah. he, he, he likes to start working on the harmony. He likes, we, we just like try like 10 different things until we're like, oh yeah, that's the one. And it's so weird sometimes. It's like, yeah, a, it's, sometimes it's absolutely not natural, but we have to get out of our comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't dare by myself to do that. But when I'm recording in the studio and someone's, because I, I do cover songs. So I want to respect the song as much as possible, but sometimes they're, they're like, yeah, but try to change the melody just a little. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's super yeah. fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's fun. And, and the more you do it, the, the better you get at it. And yeah, and sometimes we more... need another brain to think about something you didn't think about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I did that a few times with even writing songs where I was going to the, the obvious chord Mm-hmm. Like uh, on one of my, on the one week record, there's a song called Backyard. And I really remember I was like writing the melody. And then when I reached the fourth chord, I was like, I'm going to go to a weird chord here and see where that leads me. So that, that way, the, that verse has mm-hmm. maybe eight, eight chords, I think. I, that, that's a long verse. So yeah. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So that's just something I, I stumbled upon. So I think you also worked with The Last Gang. Yeah, that was also done remote. Oh, I love the new album too. Yeah, me too. I was so happy uh, how it came out because I, I kind of like helped them out on a few songs before they hit the studio. We kind of like did what I told you. Like they sent me the songs and I change it up and say, Lego add stuff. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add this, add that. And then uh, they just went and recorded it. And because of the COVID, uh, I, I didn't really hear... We, we didn't really have a way of proper, properly working because they were, they want to go record at the studio and I wasn't even, I wasn't there. So, but I was happy with that, the way that album came out. 
Yeah, what what other artists? We talk about Bump Up, Krang, and Last Gang, but I'm sure uh, there's other projects I don't even know about that you did. Well, well uh, not on tour, Bad Habits. I did that ah, one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, Bad Habit was like in 2014. No. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Maybe 15, ah. four, 15 maybe. The this area oh great yeah 14 15 mm -hmm. um yeah uh i think lately i i haven't done too much producing just because i've been all over the place and uh oh, sorry it's, it's fun i love that you do so many things like you have the full band you have your solo you have producing so it, you're, you're like also like that right what you're also like that you have the podcast you have the yes. band <laughs> i'm trying yeah, like, i just started a skate punk melodic hardcore band too and i start to finally write lyrics and it's so hard for me because first english is not my first language and i feel like all my lyrics are so shallow and superficial and i'm like oof it's hard <laughs> yeah i, I think uh, you shouldn't criticize it too much you should just write it because uh it's like with any, anything else uh, the more you do it the better you get at it and uh yeah yeah so like let's say if you wrote a, a song you don't like so there's no problem with that you're gonna write another one anyways right mm -hmm. and then another one and another one and uh and then you're gonna look at 20 songs and say i like these five or seven yeah so, but it's the lyrics writing. Uh, I think I'm pretty good with vocal melodies, just to find melodies. But the lyrics, it's super hard because I, in my brain, in my head, I have so many things to say. <laughs> but yeah. it's really hard to, to put an, a whole idea in a two minutes, three minute songs with very short sentences. So, uh, but it's the process of learning is really, is really fun. It's really yeah. Nice. I'm I'm sure I'm sure. Yeah, the more you do, you'll find your your game with lyrics. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. With with me, it changed so much over the years. I used to write like mostly subconsciously. I I didn't like over uh, mm -hmm. overthink my lyrics, and sometimes they would hit home, and sometimes they wouldn't make sense. <laughs> sometimes yeah, and the guys from Useless ID sometimes would say, "I I don't know what you're singing about," and <laughs> uh, and Bill Stevenson would say something like. Yeah, yo, Tom, your lyrics are kind of weird on this song, but it's your thing, so I'm fine with recording it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Sometimes, and you know, I really love the Descendants, and sometimes I'm like, why? Maybe I should write like the Descendants, super straight to the point. Yeah, that's great. Like it's, it's not like big poetry they do, and it's super good. It's just like I feel sad because my girlfriend said that and ta 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 and. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. But you realize that it's real. You realize that, you know, a song like uh, Clean Sheets, that, that's, it hits home because it, it's real. It's passionate. I love that. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, there's so many ways of writing songs and it, the only way to do it is just to do it. And exactly. just let it happen.
something earlier about writing uh, the song Young Forever uh, for Useless ID first and I wonder how how do you decide which songs goes to which project because for me it would be hard like the song is good what it's it's a matter of feeling or yeah uh, yeah it's a matter of feeling some 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 songs feel like too personal to me like too personal of my my own personal story or my own thing that I've been through. Yeah. Like, let, let's say, for example, there's a song on my solo record called Boy With Glasses. It's about a, a kid I knew when I just moved to Israel that he really, you know, helped me be accepted with the other kids. And I, yeah, and I, I found out a few later, a few years, uh, a few years ago that he passed away. Oh. Uh, yeah, he, he had a heart attack when he was like 36 or something, seven. Yeah, weird, weird. So that sent me to write this song. And I don't think that song would, uh, I, 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 you know, with, with Useless Idea, I just, uh, I, don't, I don't like see a, like punk anthems. I, <laughs> it's all about good songs for sure. And uh, I have a lot of uh, personal stuff in Useless Idea, like Dying Love and At Least I Tried. And over the years, there's always like and Symptoms. That was about a relationship I had that song and pretty much that album. But uh, I think in State is Burning, we kind of broke, like as a band and me as a writer, we broke out of that whole mold of just singing about personal experiences. Yeah. And, and then I, I felt much better taking all of my personal, like real personal stuff and just putting, singing about it in my solo stuff and with Useless ID, It's like, you know, suddenly we're singing about politics. We're singing about yeah. wor world problems. We're aware of like the social stuff. We're aware of Israel. Yeah. Um, so I, that, that, that felt better to me at the time. Now, uh, I don't know. Now, now I listen to some, I listen to weird music now. So I don't know. <laughs> How is the mood in Israel these days with, what hap with what's happening in uh, Ukraine and In you, uh, because I'm not in Europe, so but I think the it's more concrete there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for the most part, we of course we identify with Ukraine, and it's terrible what's happening there. And uh, I, we played there, I played there, and it's, it's just sad that to, to go through this uh, in this day and age, you know, it yeah. just takes you back to the fucking 40s <laughs> oh i know and uh, i've been like, so anxious and sad because of yeah that. like uh, how, how could this thing exist in, like in a time like now where everything is out there all the time and everyone sees it but there's not much you could do oh, or yeah. like you know because it's like power versus uh yeah i don't know <laughs> but yeah, um hard. israel had a bombing uh two days ago Really? Uh, there was a bombing in Tel Aviv at night. No. So that's that's been on the news now. Yeah, yeah, this uh this uh terrorist, he just came mm. just walked into this restaurant and started shooting people. <laughs> like in a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awful. And then uh, yeah, and, and I wa I watched new I watched the news for like another two hours because they were out there to find him and there were cameramen with them with like, you know, all these soldiers and policemen, like all like in a large groups, like just walking through the streets of Tel Aviv, 
trying to find this terrorist. Crazy. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Hmm. I hope yeah. you're safe where you are. Yeah, yeah. But you, I mean, it's like you never know. Um, I try. I try to keep safe, and I try to not go to like crowded places at all. <laughs> also, because of COVID and 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 my flights, because I I can't risk on you know being with like even like I don't know like a few people stuffed in a space. I'll, yeah, I could get COVID, and then my whole tour collapses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, speaking of tour, what are the next projects? I think you're gonna play with Good Riddance, Descent Dance. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. Rock. Useless ID has uh, a lot of shows with Good Riddance uh, in yeah. June, and uh, this other band, Nafnag. Nafnag. I don't know. I think band. they're called. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. And then uh, we have a few shows with Descendants in August, and uh, Krang will be joining us uh, for uh, th those shows and and the in between shows. Tell them I love them so much. And the, of course, of course, yeah. I didn't know already. <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Stan is such a great guy. I mean, they're all great guys, but Stan is so hospitable. Did you ever uh, go to his house? No, but he visited. Uh, I met him uh, years ago with their other band. Uh, uh, what was the band? Decent? Criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's uh, Henny's band, the, the drummer, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, Thomas. I, I, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's, he sings in that band. band. I know them. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, cool. So that's gonna be fun. What other projects are in the, in the project? <laughs> in the works. Yeah, works. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, for example, with useless ID, I think it's all, always like uh, looming over our heads. When is there gonna be another album? But I think, uh, well, we haven't been. Uh, together in the same room in almost three years like oh. the, you know guy lives lives in costa rica oh. i'm traveling for the most part so the little bits i have in israel i uh i jam with Corey. sometimes uh, isha is with us uh, sometimes it's only us and we're, we're we're just i think we're we're just getting together again and uh being reminded how uh, how we function as a band when we are together. So it's uh, we, I think we have to start with that. There's a bunch of songs uh, I've written, but mm -hmm. I it, it, I don't think we're at the le uh, place where there's you know we're going and we're going to record an album in two months. So maybe yeah. it's good to step back because you know this band has has been uh, around for like 28 wow. years almost. Shit. And and it was always like, you know, we'd finish a record, some time would pass by and then on to the next record and tour, on to the next record and tour, even though it took some time. But but now it feels like uh, we reached that place where, uh, you know, let's let, let's enjoy what we did till now. I'm, I'm not saying stopping because oh, no. it, it, it's always weird for me, bands that keep touring and touring and touring, but over the same material from like 20 years ago. Yeah. You, that that's why I like the Pixies. They're like one of my favorite bands in the world, and even with their whole back catalog, which which is amazing, they're still putting out new music all the time, and it's great. Even the new music, like yeah. So yeah, yeah. So for now, you will focus more on your solo album and the tours. And well, uh, yeah. There's a lot of focus on the solo album since uh, working on some videos and content, and I made this like eight part. Uh, short uh, uh short 
series you could say it's not really a movie thing it's like you know they're all like three minutes long of like how i recorded the album so that's going to be out at some point and uh yeah i think I'm, i'll be on the road i'll get inspired and uh then maybe i'll write some more songs <laughs> that, that's how it works Life yeah, you experience. Have, yeah you have to see stuff mm-hmm, totally and uh just before i let you go um i have like Two or three questions from the the listeners that, sure. I, that I wanted to show you to ask you. Wait just a second. Um. Oh, okay. So someone asked if you will if you're gonna do a live album with Useless ID eventually, a live in a dive, or did who, you? Who who asked that? Uh, who asked that? Wait, because because we're working on that now. Uh, Jason just mixed. <laughs> Jason just mixed our 25th anniversary show and it sounds crazy. <laughs> What? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so whoever I, asked that is on point with the question because we're literally de- dealing with this these days. Like I go, I go to the car at night uh, every time Jason sends me a, a new version. Is uh, a guy uh, named Sean is in Australia. Wow. So I don't know how he got got wind of that, but yeah, yeah. Skate, I I don't know skate. Yeah, but yeah, we we recorded the live album. That's great. <laughs> yeah, we did, and it, it sounds there's like 28 songs, but I think we're gonna have to cut it for vinyl because not not everything's gonna fit. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, well. yeah, yeah. You only have like the 40 minutes on vinyl. But uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So more on that later. The, the world will see. Good. Um, another guy, I think he's from Japan. Um, what's the most impressive concert venue you've ever seen? Is that a band or a concert? Or uh, is that a band or a venue? A venue, like incredible venue because you toured a lot everywhere. So... Okay, well, uh, we played uh, the Coco, Coco and Camden. You know that? Uh, yeah, it, it, we played there with the me first and the Gimme Gimmies oh. on one of the tours. And uh, Amy Winehouse used to play there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that place is amazing, you know, that it's like, uh, I, it looks like it's built for classical music or something there's like uh, all these like layers of uh, balconies and you're playing in this uh, giant room <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so I, that was that was a pretty crazy venue that that i remember i was we were in there and we were like wow this place is is built beautifully <laughs> wow and um scott wants to know if you still do those crazy outdoor acoustic sing-alongs <laughs> crazy out the uh or what, what does he will you will you do that again i don't know whatever I, i well i think when i just started playing solo i i still didn't find my my thing so i was uh for for a while i was doing like the quiet sitting down and and playing and you know uh, uh making friends with my heart but then at some point i just started walking on tables and screaming at people oh, so <laughs> and just being a madman so i don't do that anymore because i think the the music is uh good enough to speak for itself <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but but if it calls for it i mean if i'm having such a blast and people are into it so i might I, i'll i'll walk off stage and i'll come to the crowd and i'll sing something yeah 
Because you're connecting with the crowd. Like yes, I- exactly. But I, that, that's the thing. When you're acoustic and you're standing there and you're screaming at people, I think that, that does the opposite effect. People don't like, like it's, it's not like trying to be liked or not. It's just like I'm thinking if I went to a show and someone was just standing and screaming at me, I, I wouldn't enjoy that. But if he was like singing something from his heart, uh, whether it's like in, a, in the microphone or in, in that, that's, that's where it is. So there's a fine line between that. I was doing both. The ones from the heart work better than just standing and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Good. So thank you so much, Yotam. I will You're welcome. Thank all, you. All your projects. So you were telling me you were, you would, uh, you're about to give a lesson. You're teaching some, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching uh, a, a nine-year-old girl. Uh, her father uh, hit, hit me up a while ago. And um, I'm, we're, we're writing songs together. No way. She, yeah, yeah. She, she's a nine-year-old songwriter. And yeah, uh, that, it's crazy. Like I, when, when, I, when I said yes, I, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I, 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 I'm, I'm so far away from being nine years old myself. So I have oh. to kind of like go back in time. But yeah, we, we got a cool groove going on. We're, we're writing some mad songs together. Like I'm helping her. Maybe she'll put an album. I don't know. Is she playing an instrument? Yeah, she plays. She plays guitar. She plays acoustic guitar, and uh, yeah, and she just like you know, but I, I, the the kid's brain is great. It's like it's not not polluted, which is amazing. And, oh. and you know, and we, I, I think we as uh, grown ups, we always try to hold on to that little spark. So uh, it's good to be reminded at times. I see how how like you know how honest her 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 brain is and like the stuff she puts in songs and the lines so yeah it's awesome that makes my day <laughs> yeah yeah uh good so i'll let you do that and uh i'll keep uh looking for all your projects and i hope you're going to play here eventually again yes me too I'm, i spoke to steve from uh, belvedere about it and uh, hopefully it happens soon <laughs> uh, thank you yotam have a great day thank you you too Thanks. Was super Bye. fun. Bye. The second repunkmentation for today is for the skate punk melodic hardcore band Last One Standing from Mexico. They were formed in 2011 and they just released a new EP called Sick and Tired. It's unbelievably good. We're gonna listen to their song Nameless right now. Wait! 
It's time for Punk Rock News with Emily Plamondon. about the new Alexis on Fire song, Rivers the Curse. Wow, so good. I was definitely paralyzed by love while listening to this song. You should also check the music video available on YouTube. The band Vulture Wake released a new song called Red. I really love the riff. You definitely have to listen to it. They're gonna release an EP in June. Mobina Galore also released a new video for their new song, Whiskey Water. It's so damn good! I love those women from Winnipeg. The music video is amazing. Check this. Poulet announced a new album on May 13th. Did you know that? I didn't know, so it was kind of a surprise today when I watched the news. The album title is The Golden Life, and they released a new single called Golden Life. Check this, I really love the song, for real. Right after the episode, you have to go on YouTube to watch the live performance that Emil and the Sniffers did for their song Hurts. It was recorded at the Late Night Show with Seth Meyers. They're great. And if you're feeling a little emo, the band The Wonder Years released a lyrics video for their new song, Oldest Daughter. Made me emotional, for real. And the band announced they're working on a new album. Hmm, interesting. That's it for today, my friends. Thank you for listening. You're amazing. You are definitely the best crowd in the world. Thank you to our sponsor, Epic Merch Store. Thank you to Scott Alquist for the edit, to Caroline Morin for the weekly visual. If you want to support the show, you can subscribe to your favorite platform. You can also subscribe to the Patreon if you want to have access to exclusive stuff. In exchange of some money to help me, you can also make a one-time donation on PayPal and buy me a coffee. All the links are in the show notes. Please rate it five stars on Spotify and Apple. Also reach me on social media, the Facebook page, Punk Rocket, and the same thing for my Instagram account, Punk Rocket. And like I told you earlier, next week you're gonna hear the conversation I had about horror punk with Kevin. We also talked about the documentaries making about the band Unted Garage. Wow, that was so interesting. Don't miss that episode. Until then, punk your life and see you next week. <laughs>